Hello, this is Daniel. Beatrice's screen reader program. It's the holidays. Happy holidays. Or whatever. In the spirit of the season I wanted to share with you two recent discussions the death panel has had regarding the vaccination of Santa Claus. Both of these conversations were until this point confined to bonus episodes only available to Patreon subscribers. If you can, please support us at patreon.com slash deathpanelpod. Now, on with the festivities. So, real talk, uh, Michael Caputo is back in the news, and it is in relation to, I think, what is possibly the biggest missed opportunity of the Trump administration, (laughs) in my personal opinion. There was a plan as part of this $250 million advertising campaign to... Which we have talked about extensively. Right, to defeat Mm -hmm. despair. Mm -hmm. It's the despair czar. (laughs) 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 You're going to need one of those. (laughs) So... So part of this, it's it's come out now, thanks to the Wall Street Journal, that part of the plan was to bribe Santa Claus's <laughs> no, I love this. vaccine access yeah. so that they could be like walking, talking, hugging, vaccinated um, propaganda campaigns in malls across America. Right. And this was represented as like the last hope that the society of real bearded Santas really had for Christmas 2020. Right. I love every aspect of this because as I posted it about on Twitter, this is like the purest ideology of the American state that I feel like I've ever seen. Uh, like it's- the, the state propaganda effort is going to be convincing, you know, some like the conversation that Caputo had that was leaked to the Wall Street Journal by Santa Rick, uh, who is the head of the... Uh, fraternal order of real bearded Santas, which you can get into in a minute. Um, <laughs> like in in the conversation that was uh, leaked, you know they they arranged, you know, setting up photo ops of I think what is it uh, like ten to thirty Santas. Um, also, elves to, and Mrs. Claus would be eligible, right, as well for the for the vaccine. Yeah, and I can't I, stop giggling. I just I know. think the story is so so wait, okay, can we can we just address the photo op really quick? The whole point of a mall Santa is that small children actually <laughs> think that he's the big man. Right. right. What is the point of getting like like a mall Santa exists as as a singular entity? multiple mall santas <laughs> defeats the point the, the 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 like ontological point of the mall santa in we fact at some point and listen like santa is one of the first places where as a child you begin to think about ontology you're like huh, that's really interesting they keep telling me this is santa but he looks slightly different in every Iterate, like what right, is going right. on every here? year Santa and then, and then your parents try to explain it to you they're like oh well no well it's actually not so I mean think about it this way it's it's like an <laughs> LLC uh, there's like there's like no no it's no it's like it's actually no no it's the same it's corporate a, identity um it's a, it's a fraternal order yeah well no, no, no this is the best the, my favorite thing that I learned about in this is the 
the uh, fraternal order of real bearded Santas. Right. right. Um, which I have to say, uh, I really wish that radical unionism were alive and re- well on the, <laughs> the Santa trade because this is, I mean, I, I understand there's like an insurance policy that the uh, fraternal order holds and like they have yeah. some member benefits and, and sort of standards and things like that. But like, look, you need real, if you're a Santa, you're in a mall, that is just full of work hazards. Santas <laughs> need a, like a real union with collective bargaining capacity and uh, they don't have one. I think this, yeah, this guys, group is pretty weak. Santa <laughs> is a worker. So. <laughs> can, I also, can I also just say that like it's it, if if they were to unionize that would be like on every conservative billboard as like this fucking union where these people only work one week a year. No, no, no. I'm imagining I'm imagining that there's like a conservative litigation firm out there that would challenge Santa unionization on the basis of the National Labor Relations Act by saying that Santas were in fact management. (laughs) (laughs) It's true. Yeah. Yeah. It is true. They had a whole I was looking into this. They had a whole fight about uh whether they could allow elves or Mrs. Clauses in uh as of like only recently a couple of uh years ago. Um and I think I think that elves are not part of it. Uh, yet I'm not totally sure, but the, actually it's funny because this whole ontological, uh, like the ontology of the mall Santa debate that that we're discussing is actually the philosophical underpinning of the real bearded argument, apparently. Oh, really? Um, cause I kept going. Yeah. What is this whole thing with real bearded Santa? Well, so right. The first thing that I, do they mean literally like their beards are there year round? Like they they have year round beards. They have like that. They have like grown a beard and it is their own. So they beard. don't simply don Santa for one month right. a year. Well, they live is, Santa every day. It's, like it's a method. Right. It's a method. Right. Which has resulted in such uh, things as what the uh, fraternal order of real bearded Santas apparently has dubbed the Disney incident in which one of their <sighs> members while at Disney, not dressed as Santa, however, sporting a beard that is styled in the manner of Santa was uh, addressed by security Disney security like told him that he could he could not uh, continue to be there because he was impersonating a character. <laughs> um, but anyway, I, I digress. No, but so wow. I mean, obviously, you know, I read the I read this like yeah, the Fraternal Order of Real Bearded Santas, and my first thought, of course, was like, what is this like? Get me a high tea Santa? Like what the fuck? <laughs> like, you know what I mean? like what kind of like biological constraints are they like trying to? Endorse We've got here, all but... the Santas who lift in our in our. <laughs> all we want no, but... are Chad Santas. All right, I'm just they... imagining fraternal the... order order of swole Santas. <laughs> Imagine signing up to like get your union card at the. It's like okay, let's see here. Ho ho ho! All right, cherry nose, uh, beard so white. All right, must be Santa, I guess. Yeah, bring yeah. it. That's, I mean, that sounds like basically what they do, but, um, you're uh, jolly, but you could be a little fucking jollier. (laughs) (laughs) There's, uh, there's, I guess, um, one of their arguments though, about the real bearded thing is that when, again, you know, back to this, the ontology, the mall Santa question, uh, when children, they, one of their arguments is that when children go to Santa, uh, and they ask Santa, like, but are you the real Santa? You, they can't say yes, 
but then the kid always tugs on the beard and if it's a real beard and like doesn't slip off they go they like turn to their parents and are like he is real Santa. Oh my so, god! So yeah, it's a whole that's again, a dividing line. Pure that's, ideology. That's, that is like some weird. That sounds like some like weird biblical tale from like the Old Testament, where it's like, and then he pulled on his beard, and it was real. And so it was he, yeah, <laughs> it's just like what? See, what I mean, Caputo is a genius. Imagine what would ha- imagine what we would have to work with. If instead of two hundred and fifty million dollars, he had a two hundred and fifty billion dollar propaganda budget. <laughs> well, I mean, I think this does emphasize how we, you know, when we when we talked about this uh, campaign to defeat despair by the HHS before, which is you know much like uh, you know something we'll talk about la- later, which is you know part of, part and parcel, I think, of this like Trump administration agenda to basically you know do herd immunity and say like you know mm-hmm. we're not going to control it, we're like whatever, we're we're good, like. Mm-hmm. We can just reopen. It's fine. Let, let it spread or something. Um, you know, we talked about how that campaign to defeat despair had such an absurdly large budget compared to other mm-hmm. even general <laughs> ad campaigns, like huge compared to even like huge corporate ad campaigns in the United States. And so, like, I think this just shows you how much they had to work with, you know, mm-hmm. Santa's mm-hmm. like. I don't know if uh, like it, it seemed like I'm not sure if they were going to like pay them for this uh, stuff. It seems like they were just going to basically bribe them with free vaccines, uh, saying that like if 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 anyone's I think it's I think Caputo said on the call, if anyone's an essential worker, like I can't yeah. think of anyone better as an essential worker than Santa Claus. That's like, an ideological translation I never expected to experience during COVID yeah. is, you know, who's essential mall santas right should i should i play part of the leaked audio uh-huh. i think we have yeah, it's, re- it's really funny this is gonna be a slightly more clip rich episode i think than than usual but sometimes you can only do so much justice in paraphrasing and you have to just hear it from the mouth of the beast themselves right. so this is um this clip is a leaked clip um <laughs> that i believe santa rick leaked because the deal Shout went out to Santa Rick. Yeah, because yeah. the deal went Shout out. south. Chairman Shout out to a real Santa. One. Santa Rick is cool. Chairman <laughs> Santa, too. Also known as the singing Santa. Anyway. Chairman real Santa. Um, what was I going to say? Well, actually, yeah. One thing, right be- before I play this, the one last thing that I will say about this uh, phen- phenomenon um, is that uh, the reason that he's referred to as Santa Rick is mm-hmm. because apparently Santa's the title Santa within the fraternal order of real bearded Santas uh, operates something like Darth does in Sensei. like Star Wars, which is like nice. much like you have a Darth Maul or a Darth yeah, Vader. I feel like when that was established in the Tim Allen Santa movie from the 90s. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> Well, it also exists in the union. So anyway, Canon. Uh, that, that, okay. movie, that movie is about the the f- just. Bad, the bad state of contract law among that, that, movie's, that movie's about a labor contract that should never have been enforceable. Yeah. I digress. Oh, it was right. actually the impetus for the formation of the union. Um, no, no, it wasn't, but it's all right. <laughs> all right, let's let's listen to this really quick. If we got into a partnership with you and your colleagues. We can do something where we deploy, you know, you go to your colleagues or in the different cities where we're having events and have them come. And when the vaccine is available, get vaccinated first. Oh, my God. You set up a station in Southern California and I'll put 50 Santas in full costume in front of the cameras. 
and you let me know what other cities you're operating in, and I'll send Santos there. 10 to 35. My friend? 10 35 seconds. We will pull this sleigh uphill ourselves if we have to. Oh, my God. <laughs> All right. Okay, Natalie, uh, I'm in, Santa, you're in. I'm in. I'm 100% in. I'm in like Ellen. Well, anyway. Holy <laughs> shit. I'm sorry. First of all, I'll have 50 Santas up in there. 10 to 35. 10 to 35. Don't go wild here. I don't need 50. 10 to yeah. 35. Yeah. I, I, I just want to know if, just just based on that remark, if uh, the Southern Poverty Law Center like keeps tabs on this Santa organization, because it really does sound a lot like a militia. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. Like, oh, you've got um, like Antifa in your town. Like, you can call the National Guard or, Santas. or we could send you fifty Santas tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. I mean, look, I can I, have I those said, like, beards on the ground. I mean, yeah, they're armed. In the world of labor organization, though, you want the ability. You need the ability to be able to bring out ten to thirty-five. Uh, but ideally 50. I, that's the thing. This is, I guess, how industrial policy works in the United States now. Like piecemeal, no sectoral sort of organization, just 10 to 35. Oh, oh, it's 10 to 35. I guess we have to take it. I mean, that's how bad things are. Yeah. This is the best. Like, this is for, the best story we've ever covered. No, but this is like, okay, there's a thing. There's a thing about this is like it's being covered with a certain amount of lightheartedness because it's, you know, as as with everything, it's there's there's a. A, a mo there are always moments in capitalism where fantasy invades on the real because capitalism right. just you know it drives on fantasies right but there's mm -hmm. a real like labor economy uh piece of this that like yeah uh there's you know it's not a matter of like uh bribing or like exchanging vaccines for uh work in a sort of uh project of, of propaganda that's really at issue here it's the fact that like there are a lot of people who are performers uh, of a variety of kinds that need to do that would need to do in-person work, including Santa, yeah. that mm -hmm. will simply not be doing that work this year and will not receive compensation uh, adequate to like sustain mm -hmm. their lives uh, for, because they're not able to do this work. And the I mean, yeah, it's just like the end of this. It's a very just depressing um story because it's like yeah i'm i sort of appalled at the idea of these people like being enrolled in this project but at the same time that's truly an index of like how the campaign to sustain despair uh you know totally. that, that mm -hmm. uh, has mm -hmm. been waged since the beginning is is sort of like playing out yeah mm -hmm. i mean i think that's such a good point because much like i mean as you as you mentioned sort of like with these like symptoms or or uh, side effects of like um capitalism or the or the current formation of the political economy in the state mm -hmm. um that do you know that that do read as like absurd on their face things like for example you know, I didn't think I was going to necessarily bring this up on the show because, like, why would I otherwise? But like the like the fact that like Finn Air is like oh. trying to sell its uh, airplane food in stores because like they need to make they like have <laughs> revenue shortfalls. Um, or truly dystopian. Or actually, you know, another example from the airline industry. Um, there's some there's some new thing that's like a VR experience of just like getting on a plane 
fly like go and you know going up and like just being sitting on a plane basically if that makes sense like a simulation of like we talked wow. we joked about yeah, we like, talked about those flights that were uh like going like flights to, nowhere. to nowhere yeah exactly yeah. so we talked about flights to nowhere there is now like a full-on vr experience of a flight to nowhere uh, that is meant to like address the same need or whatever for some reason. Anyway, whatever, it doesn't matter. But, but point, my point is, if we actually address <laughs> this seriously, you know, you can say like, oh, there are certain types of work that are just not going to happen. But there are, there, I mean, this is work that is still actually happening. Mm-hmm. Not, you know, again, not just Santa's, a bunch of other types of uh, like in-person work like this. But like th- this winter, for example, there are a couple of different sort of uh, strategies for how Santas are going to work, apparently. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, one of which is you can already, I guess, like book FaceTimes with Santa or whatever through this, uh, which I think is also managed through this like fraternal order of uh, real bearded Santas. Um, but also there has emerged a whole, uh, you know, safety theater, like hygiene, COVID hygiene theater around Santa's specifically. Like there mm-hmm. is uh, there's a company <laughs> making something that they call a Santa shield, um, which is just a, basically a plexiglass <laughs> divider. Um, there is if you look because there are already like stuff I was, I was looking into this. Basically, there's already like stuff popping up on, on um, you know, mall websites or whatever, mm-hmm. um, which we didn't even address the fact that it's like hilarious that they're going to try and do this propaganda campaign through malls which are like failing or abandoned throughout the united states but anyway like um if you look at like the mall safety sheet like here's here's an example from one of santa's safety rules for a mall in i think like lansing michigan maybe anyway uh quote guests will wear masks at all times except during photo sessions so the idea (laughs) is you can like go with santa i guess you don't necessarily get to sit on his lap uh no but you're definitely probably within six feet of santa not sure if we should still have him whatever anyway but like yeah but you get within six feet of santa and you're allowed to take like santa and the kids are allowed to take their masks off for a second can i just point out can i just point out that Children are also more likely to be asymptomatic carriers of COVID. And when they are sick, they shed a lot of virus. So yeah. this is a mall Santa genocide. In, in practice. <laughs> it really? Yeah, really? It is. This is a very serious labor issue for all of these like Disney performers and stuff like that. You yeah. know, also mm-hmm. considering that, like, even if they had done this vaccine program, you know, even if the vaccine uh, that they had approved for it was like effective, you know, probably it's going to be what like effective in, you know, 70% of people mall or something. Santas. So like 30% of the mall Santas roughly maybe also, like a bunch of the mall Santas not been are... vaccinated. <laughs> and then also like the kids aren't being vaccinated. It's like, what the fuck is going on here? This is so stupid. Right. So the mall ridiculous. Santas are like promoting the vaccine too, which also like, I can't, it will not be widely available by December. There's no right. way. That's why, that's why this right. was killed too. Scrapped. Yeah. But I mean, the, I think the the broader pattern that we should be seeing or taking from this is that like if the government is going to take its hand, pretend to take its hand off the reins or say that its hands are already off the reins or just say that like I mean increasingly the line and we'll, there's so many different examples of this we can talk about but like increasingly the line is like well pandemics are just like stochastic random processes there's nothing <laughs> we can really do to intervene but mm-hmm. but what's really funny is like clearly on the supply side there are plenty of things that the market is doing to intervene mainly by creating new product lines for misery and that's i feel like Mm -hmm. and there's there's just plenty of market making opportunities 
um, for this. And, you know, because because the, the sort of the, the primal impulses of capitalism don't necessarily go away right. um, just because you, the state has failed to solve a, uh, you know, emergency. Mm-hmm. Part two. Of two. Santa Claus. Oh. Well, yeah. I mean, as a way to get to talking about the, the horrible I was continuing to state of the pandemic. The but yeah. 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 I was, I was trying to make that a gentler transition than is actually like humanly possible, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, so, <laughs> <laughs> so I think realizing that we've reached sort of like a, an issue with the ontology of Santa, there's sort of a conceptual fracture, right? How is Santa going to get in the building considering COVID restrictions. Thankfully, St. Dr. Fauci uh, gave a press appearance in which he formally announced that Santa has innate immunity. Hmm. <laughs> so, I, I saw this on the like six o'clock evening news, like the NBC, <laughs> like six o'clock evening news. And uh, I was like, okay, they're like doing, I was like, I saw the setup. They're like, they're going to do a Santa story somehow. Fauci will say a thing that will calm children. And I was like, oh, maybe he'll say, maybe he'll say that like Santa's taking appropriate precautions. Maybe he's saying that like (laughs) Santa is like having the elves do remote work in their little arts and crafts style bungalows. All the elves have coronavirus, (laughs) but Santa does not. Santa Santa has innate immunity. They're placing wagers on how many elves are going to die. On how many elves and reindeer are going to get COVID. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Sorry, go ahead. Because Santa's workshop is a meat plant. Well, no, I mean, it's just sort of the, I mean, at some point, a child, I I hope to God children have not seen this message. I'm hopeful that this just blows over. But at some point, a child who's seen this or has been told this by kindly Dr. Fauci may ask, gee, Santa seems about grandpa's age. (laughs) <laughs> what does a grandpa have innate immunity? It's like, well, that's because Santa's magic, son. It's like, yeah, but like, then why would it even be necessary to say that right. he has innate I, immunity? The, 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 yeah, the tone, of, the tone of this is just wild, first of all. Secondly, can we talk specifically about the USA Today article yes, that please. you guys linked to? Holy shit. I, I like, so... Uh, there, there was a USA Today article that was basically published about this, uh, like, you know, whatever Fauci said. And they then go on to basically sort of, like, perpetuate the bit, right? Yeah. Like, for, like, eight they call paragraphs. On various, well, they call on various other experts, basically, right. to, to continue the Santa bit. experts. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, let's let's... Let's be very real about the, I mean, they're also, I, I mentioned the, the sort of example of a child, like wondering why their grandparents weren't innately immune. That's actually mm-hmm. not the danger. The danger is like, well, if Santa's innately immune, why can't we go to the mall and see him? Right. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. That question will absolutely come up. Well, I think the, 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 beyond that, I think it's really interesting 
the way in which so yeah we can we can like joke about the um the like the the santa quote itself all that we want mm-hmm. but i think actually the redirect to to the usa today article is really interesting because it shows i think this is a, like a really good example for how aspects of the pandemic will get i mean b just mentioned for example the like the case of the 1918 flu and about how you know one of the things that uh, we've talked about every once in a while is how kind of immediately so much of that was like put in the waste bin of history essentially and yeah erased as like suppressed no one wanted to deal with it it was you know obviously there was written out like world war one and shit happening also but and you know a number of 1918 was a very exciting year for the world. A number of other things, including <laughs> communists. But so, <laughs> so um, the, but it's, it's interesting seeing how some of the, like the sort of, I, I think that this USA Today uh, article is a really interesting ta- case test of how the pandemic can get really both normalized and sort of the, the risks, mm-hmm. um, like spoon fed as ideology to children. Like imagine, mm-hmm. I just want to read a couple of these things from the, from these like experts that they call on and just imagine that like, this is how you're trying, you, this is how you're choosing to like reassure children, right? Mm-hmm. Right. Listen, li- Who are experiencing the same reality as adults, might I right, add, yeah. just in case anyone's unclear on the fact as to whether children, you know, have consciousness above the legal age <laughs> right. um, okay. or below the legal age. Um, Dr. Greg Poland, director of Mayo Clinic's vaccine research group, declared he had just gotten off the phone with the North Pole when he spoke Thursday with USA Today. There had been two infections among the elves, but none of them serious, he said. Okay, Why so you're would already... you say that? Right. It was a good reminder to the elves about wearing the mask properly. Now they do that. It's mandatory in the North Pole. Okay, great. So now you're <laughs> saying that now you're, yeah, you're basically saying, yeah, okay. So the condition, working condition, let's just be real. Working conditions at Santa's workshop are not great. Right. You know, they've <laughs> no, got but COVID, they put they, a plexiglass still shield on the, already. They're still they on the assembly line. <laughs> right. Um, and someone comes and cleans every night. So Dr. you really well, can't well, argue. Well, Santa's no, no, no. got a budget but, to stick to. But this is actually very consistent with going all the way back to like Thomas Nast's drawings of <laughs> Santa's workshop in the late 19th century that like the Hell elves yeah. have never never been depicted on an assembly line. The elves have never been depicted as industrial workers. Never. They have only ever been depicted as craft workers right. in in close collaboration. They like a much more Silicon Valley view of what the worker <laughs> is, sort of creatively tinkering with things. Like and you know, and that's actually like it's a very consistent thing that like whatever, Christmas, Santa, commodity fetishism, mm-hmm. obviously. Um <laughs> But the the images are very, very important in like reproducing that. Like right. there's as industrialization happened, the mode of production in Santa's workshop was never represented in an industrial way. That means something. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and in fact, in fact, industrial production was always counterposed as a threat to uh to christmas so like in in, totally yeah during world war ii there was a minor strike and nbc news uh reports that like john lewis quote shot santa claus because the workers had a strike and then like later (laughs) the chicago the chicago sun times had to like later then report um because once like because after this was reported like they NBC got like apparently like thirty thousand phone calls. A, a, at least one boy <laughs> apparently drowned down an entire bottle of castor oil in despair. 
What? Um, oh my god! Which is just horrifying to consider the uh, re- repercussions <laughs> of that. Um, and then, like the Chicago Sun Times eventually had to say, with the headline top of fold the next day, like. San- children colon Santa Claus has not been shot. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Um, I mean, this is what I was saying about PSAs a couple like episodes ago. You can't make this stuff abstract. Clever, like yeah. children yeah. are experiencing this too. Saying that Santa Claus has innate immunity and that this was a good learning experience that you should just shut up, buck up, put on your mask and get back to work is like such a lost opportunity for communicating to children that they're living in a state of exception, but also reassuring them that like, you know, following protocols and, and, you know, doing this sort of uh, the things that you're supposed to do, like could protect you right like what more confusing thing possible when you're a child and your whole world is different more different than ever for a really long time to have the message coming down no 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 santa is normal christmas is normal like of course ignoring the fact that probably more families this year than ever before can't really afford to like go ham on Christmas and buy a bunch of presents for their family. Like we're facing mm-hmm. the largest eviction crisis. The least that Fauci could have done has been like, you know what? Santa's on pause this year for safety. That gives parents a huge out for not having to like cover all those extra funds, like cancel Christmas, right? They're not going to provide fiscal stimulus. They might as well like take out the cultural obligation to spend money on consumer goods as well. Or maybe yeah, it but- doesn't We're down to the... <laughs> people who speak on behalf of the state to perpetuate like weird, like American pseudo secular, but also religious iconography and ideology. But okay. I was going to say when you have, uh, when you have a lobby of, uh, 30 to 50 Santas, like breaking down your door, uh, for the vaccine to, to, yeah, to scream, (laughs) to scream at you, then, uh, you know, you're definitely going to bend to the, to the Santa lobby. Yeah. I mean, you know, the NIH is more accountable to the Santa industrial complex than the American people. So it, uh, it continues. Uh, Dr. Peter Hotez of Baylor College of Medicine says, quote, I hear the ventilation in Santa's workshop is not the best and opening windows in North Pole winters is problematic. The good mm. news is that mass compliance there is pretty good and the elves are committed to social distancing. Mrs. Claus has implemented a program of regular testing and the reindeers now lead contact tracing. Mm. I want to punch this guy in the fucking mouth. But also, like, <laughs> here's the thing. Okay, like, what the, 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 the notion that this is, like, this is the way of dis- describing a, a fictitious workplace. Like, in what sense is this any more fictitious than the descriptions that actual firms put out about what they're doing to combat yes. COVID. Agreed. Like, yeah, absolutely. Ha- at the agree. very least, one even a skeptic would say that they have a family resemblance to one another. Totally. Hello, Daniel again. This concludes the Death Panel Christmas special. I hope you had fun. I know I did. It's thankless work for a humble screen reader but if I can fill your holiday of choice with mirth, then here I am. Once again if you can, please support us at patreon.com slash deathpanelpod. We do two episodes a week and most of them have nothing to do with Santa Claus. Until next time, Medicare for all now, solidarity forever, stay alive another week.
Stadt aus Licht. 